0: Go to, go to Luke. So we're kind of spending some time. Uh, hey, can we thank Keone? Keone's here. Where's Keone? Thank you, thank Keone. For last week's message covering for me, uh, it was Pastor Sean's birthday. So um, it was cool to be able to trust Keone with God's word. And uh, yeah, knew that you guys were in good hands. Okay. Um, One little thought tonight, okay? So Luke chapter 2. I just want to read um, just a part of Mary's reflection. Oh, Luke chapter 1, sorry. Luke chapter 1, verse 46 and following. So this is right after um, Mary encounters the angel Gabriel, yeah? Yeah. where she's given this, like, crazy prophecy that something amazing is going to happen, you know, for her, that she's going to conceive a child, and uh, um, even in her purity, like, still have a child, which is, like, pretty heavy, you know? Uh, Recently, um, you know, throughout this year, God has given me, like, insight into... um, Just abortions and things and I never really realized that until uh, one of my friends got pregnant and uh, uh, she didn't really know the guy and I think for the first time in my life I really felt some of the pressures that she was facing like single what is my family going to say what is my friends going to say what am I going to do with my life now I have another life to care for like there really was a lot of pressure you know and, and I'm just thinking, like, Mary uh, didn't have sex and conceived Jesus, but maybe some of the same worries was in her life, you know? Like, what is Joseph going to say? You know, like, I mean, I just got married. If Steph came up to me and said, you know, it was like immaculate conception, you know, like, I'm pregnant, I'd be like, not happy and i would be out of there, you know. But but Joseph, you know, was an honorable man and he, uh, um, you know, was encountered by the Lord and responded well. But I just think about Mary. Like Mary, there's a lot of things that she could have pondered and yet we're going to read a little bit about what she thought about, okay. So Luke uh, chapter 1, verse 46, and Mary said, my soul magnifies the lord my spirit rejoices in god my savior for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant for behold from now on all generations will call me blessed for he who is mighty has done great things for me and holy is his name okay so just one little insight um, and, and this is the story of, of Christmas, okay? So the story of Christmas is, can, can be summed up in one word, Emmanuel. So literally, Emmanuel is translated, God is with us, yeah? Like God with us. It was prophesied that, that God would be with us, that unto us a child would be born. That was in Isaiah. That was hundreds of years before Jesus ever came, Okay? So Jesus was this promised child with the title Emmanuel, like literally God in the flesh. Yeah, we call that the, the incarnation, that Jesus was fully human and yet simultaneously fully God. Yeah? And, and that's something that, that, that you got to take by faith. Like, it's, it's silly nowadays. So many people think that, uh, like I hear people say that Jesus wasn't even a real person. I'm like, you're dumb. Like, you don't even have to be a Christian to believe that historically Jesus actually lived, you know? Because there's writings about, um, like from, uh, like other Roman writings in that time, right? Historical uh, facts in that time about this Jewish carpenter guy who did crazy miracles and actually had some pretty cool teachings, like he was a real person, you know? But to believe that he was fully God takes something more than intellect. Yeah. Like it takes us to, to believe in him. You know? But so this story about Emmanuel, right? God is with us. And 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 what is a cool part about Mary's thought? Like she says she pondered. So at the end of uh at the end of Luke, right, she says she she started pondering and thinking about all these things. And and I want to encourage you this Christmas season to take time thinking about the Lord. Yeah. Specifically, one aspect of, and and this is cool. You guys are going to like this. One aspect of her um, reflection was that Mary realized that she was noticed by God. Like God was paying attention to this little teenage girl who was engaged to this guy, Joseph, from this small little, like, town in the middle of nowhere. Like, we, we know of Mary as the mother of Jesus, and she's huge in our mind. But then, nobody knew who Mary was, you know? Like, she was just one of m- hundreds, thousands of other little Jewish girls. And, you know, yeah, she was blessed because she was betrothed to be with Joseph, and jo- Joseph showed himself to be an honorable person. But really, like, when Jesus was actually born, what did she have? She wasn't even really married yet, you know? She uh, was super poor, uh, not even, like, a place to to stay at night. Like, they, they were as dependent on God as anybody had, that has ever existed. I mean, back then, I mean, it was a developing country, you know? Like, it's nowhere near, like, there's no supermarkets where you can just go get food and stuff. You know, like, these guys were living, like, on the edge, and she's not worried about those things. Like we don't read about those things in Scripture. We don't read about the pressures that she has in Scripture. She does question the the angel a little bit, but that's the furthest extent that we have about her worry. Like in the midst of her getting this news that she uh, was going to birth, like the Son of God, she realizes for the first time. Not what everybody else is going to think. But she realizes that she's noticed by God. Because, hear what she, she says My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. Like, she's like, man, God is noticing me. She's no more different than many of us nowadays, right? We all want to be noticed. We all like having a lot of likes and a lot of followers, and and even IG has like the views, right? Like, they may not like it, but we get plenty views, right? They're just looking at my post, and I'm the man, you know. Uh, I remember I've never I've never heard this (laughs) i never heard this term up until recently, when uh, I, I think I was I was talking to somebody like one of the high school one of you guys and. They're like, oh, yeah, she's popular. She's like, oh, no, I was talking to um, my wife. Her and her friends, they were talking, and she's like, oh, yeah, this girl, she's popular. She's, like, IG popular. And I'm like, what? Like, oh, yeah, she's popular like, in, in social media. She has, like, a lot of likes, you know? She has, like, a lot of followers. And I was like, rah, what kind of world are we living in, you know? I mean, it's crazy. Like, back in the day, you had to be legitimately, like, handsome or pretty, or talented to be, like, the cool person. Nowadays, you can be, like, a nobody, right? You can buy likes. You can, like, you can buy followers. You know, you can put, like, graphic designs on there. You can, like, make the the lighting, like, super good. Or you can even just, like, edit your own self, you know? I mean, think about these people who get, like, they're pretty good singers. Like I just heard, I'd seen this one uh, uh, on uh, Ellen. Um, Justin Bieber was playing like acoustic guitar and singing this song like, I don't even know what song it was. And all the girls are like, you know, and I'm like, who is this kid? Like, he, like I could, I've s- so many other people who sing way better than him and play the guitar way better than him. But this, you know, this guy made it famous because of his looks and YouTube. Like, Like you don't even have to be the coolest kid anymore to be the coolest kid. You know? But, but what the, I think what our world and and what media is exposing is, is really the deepest, one of the deepest desires of our lives to be noticed. We want people to know our name. We want people to know what we can do. You know, to give us some time, to give us attention. And that's not a, A bad thing you know but when we look for that attention in places other than God then it gets twisted the cutest thing happened to me Friday night so uh, uh, Friday um, so uh, we have a Friday night service and Sunday service so we have um, we started this new age group so we do classes for third through sixth grade yeah and uh, Friday night we were cleaning up and um uh, i was I was doing some things and talking to Blair and some of the leaders, and one of the little girls um uh ran up to me and she 's talking to me and, and i'm I know she 's talking to me and and like trying to get my attention uh but i'm i 'm trying to finish like the sliding door was like all jacked and i 'm like trying to make it straight again and uh she pauses and she goes, Notice me, notice me, notice me, you know like as black and white as it can get, like as transparent as you can be, instead of saying, hey, you know, like, Kaipo, hey, she just said, notice me, (laughs) notice me, notice me. And uh, and it totally got my attention and I totally stopped everything I was doing and I I gave her my undivided attention, you know? And then she told me her story, told me what she was doing and then she ran off and played again. You know, and she's like super young, but I think, in what happened there, in what Mary is talking about, is that we we want to be noticed, yeah. We want to be noticed, and and I want to say that I, I'm I'm sorry because I'm not the best person to notice you guys. Like when I'm around you, like I feel like I give you guys my attention, but when I'm not around you, I mean I'm barely sending texts. Like, I, you guys don't, you guys not going to get Christmas presents from me, you know, um, or birthday presents for that matter. Uh, that's just not my love language, okay? So if you ever do, okay? Um, yeah, 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 I got, that's a whole other message, okay? The love language message. Uh, because I don't. Feel love that way. It's hard for me to love like I don't feel like I love you guys by giving you guys a gift. Okay, so you guys are not gonna get any gifts from me. Um, but but my my heart my heart is that even though you guys may not be feel like you're noticed by Pastor Kaipo, um, I, I really hope that because of my life. You guys would know that God notices you. That God notices you, and He uh, looks at you favorably. Like I think, like what what was special about Mary's life that she would be chosen for this purpose? I mean, you think about like the Catholic Church, like you know, like I think they have it a little wrong, but it's pretty cool. Like she, like Mary, like. She was the mother of the son of God. Like there had to be something like that she did to get that attention from God. You know, like I I try to read the scriptures to see what was special about her. What was, you know, the thing that caught God's eye where he's like, oh, yeah, this is the girl, you know. She's going to be the one that gets my like, you know, like I'm going to follow this one. Like she's going to be the one who I entrust with my son. But when you read it in scripture, that there's, there's not really anything that, that shows that Mary was, I mean, you, you can read it. it, even in her own words, she says, he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. Like humility is not like a great characteristic. Like outside of the church, in the world, like maybe humility, uh, you know, people want like people who uh, are, are go-getters. You know, like that's that's something that is like high in the world. But somebody who lets the other people go before them, like that's not looked highly upon in, in our world, but in God's eyes, that's looked highly upon, which is cool. But r- really, wh- what type of like benefit was that to Mary? Like what did she actually do, right, that would make her special enough, talented enough, popular enough, where Jesus would double tap her on IG. You know, like, that's my girl right there. You know? Like, there's nothing, there's nothing in Scripture that says that she was, like, above par. Really, Mary was average. And yet, God gave her his undivided attention. And, and it seems like a really simple message, but if you guys can walk out of here with this confidence, this assurance that hey, God is paying attention to your life that 's something that um, will probably lead you to to healthy places in life because you 're not going to have to look for that in other people in in other um, in, in media in in your friends in uh, uh, athletics or hobbies and, and it's not that those things are bad but when you're in a relationship when you're in uh, a club when you're in a sports team you, you know that it's not just all about you because God uh, because you have God's attention right that shows that you have meaning that you have purpose that the, the king of all kings like loves you and you don't have to get those things from other people you know um so anyway, that's pretty much tonight's message. Yeah? That, that the, the story of Christmas is Emmanuel. God is with Amen. us. And not only is he with us, but but you have his undivided attention. What is that called? It's called grace. His unmerited favor. Where you don't deserve it, but you still get it. And not only do you not deserve it, you're like, you deserve Judgment, you know? Like, we deserve punishment. Like, times when we should s- spend time loving on him and loving on other people, we'd spend time, like, doing other things. So not only, like, it's like counter, right? Like, rather than getting judgment, we don't get judgment, and we get, like, love, man. We get forgiveness. We get, like, attention. We get a God that is, like, more relational and more personal than, than I can really even describe, you know? Um, you guys remember my story about Tahiti? You know, if, if those who don't know, so I went from a honeymoon two weeks in Tahiti, right? And we wanted to stay in a bungalow where my wife wanted to stay in a bungalow and I didn't care. Like, but anyway, you know, so we go to Bora Bora. Um, I'll, I'll share the story because I think some of you guys weren't here the other week. Um, you have that up there, the pictures, I think we have it. Uh, some of the old Tahiti pictures, but <coughs> anyway, don't put it up yet. Um, you can put up the Tahiti map if you find it um, but anyway, so so those who didn't know, so we went uh, I went to Tahiti for two weeks for my my honeymoon, and um the first night we got there we were stayed in, we stayed in like the ghetto, like if it was on Maui it would be like not even uh, uh not even by the harbor. it would be like the little like place like in happy valley where like you know like a little apartment and like no 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 man's land and i was like oh shucks so like steph was like crying she's like where are we like what are we doing and so i booked us a better night the second night and we found a different hotel like by the ocean you know it was like a little bit better and then uh but she still was like what are we gonna do you know she wanted to go to bora bora which is like the super beautiful island and uh so we so I, i book us like uh uh was I booked a room for like $180, and it's like in the nosebleed section. It's like in the the garden room, which means you get no view, right? (laughs) Um, And uh, so I'm like, let's just go. I don't care about the room. Let's just go to the beautiful island, and we'll spend the day out like snorkeling and and hanging out and just checking out like the sharks and the rays and all this kind of fun stuff, right? So so we get to (coughs) Bora Bora, and uh, we land in the afternoon, and then you – You have to take a ferry from uh, the airport to the pier because the airport is on its own little island. So you get to the pier, and then out on the pier, you take a shuttle to your hotels. So I didn't even know if our hotel was going to have a shuttle, but praise God, our hotel had a shuttle. And uh, so we jumped in there. By the time we got to our hotel, it was like 8, 9 o'clock at night. And um, so we get to uh, the hotel. And they're, like, hooking us up. They're like, oh, hello, welcome, welcome. Sit down, sit down. They're giving us lays. And I'm like, yeah, we're, like, pimping, you know. Uh, And so we sit down, and then these guys check in. And she's like, oh, we got you, we got you. And then so she gave us our our room keys. Don't even ask for our IDs. And we're like, yeah, this is how I like it, you know. Uh, Starting out uh, our honeymoon, right. Um, And then everything kind of started going array when the lady goes, what time you guys checking out tomorrow? And I was like, oh time out, hold up, like uh, I had made reservations for like four days, you know, and I'm like then I look at the key name uh, the uh, on the key had like the little holder with the last name on it and I'm like, oh, that's not even us so I'm like, oh, this this not us and then they, so she finally asked us for our IDs then and then uh, looking for the reservations that I booked online like the day before and she's like, oh, no reservation for you, and I was like Ah no, you know, uh, we're it's like eight nine o'clock at night. We're in the middle of nowhere, you know. Like I don't know where to go if this doesn't work out. And the lady's like, "Well, let me check, let me check." So she goes like ten minutes later, she comes back. She's like, uh, "Sorry, this is the only room I have." And I was like, "I already got the cheap room. Like, where are you gonna put me?" You know. <laughs> um, and so anyway, so we uh, so she's like, "Okay, we got a room." I'm like, "Hey, okay, let's grab our stuff." So we uh, the bellman walks us across the street. And uh, it's kind of dark already, and I, I wasn't sure, like, I thought we were on the ocean side, so walking to the mountain side, and I was like, ah, oh, kind of bummed. Um, but actually, he was walking us to the ocean side. So he walked through, and I'm like, Is th- I think it's the ocean there, because it's kind of dark, there's not a lot of lights. Uh, we hang a left, we're walking, and then we hang a right, and he walks us out to a bungalow. Like the thing that, like the room over the water that, uh, did you get it? Yeah, so this is Bora Bora, and um, the bungalows are like the rooms that are like on the pier, like individual by themselves, um, where you see like the dark water, like ours is kind of up in the corner. Um, I think we have another picture of like our actual, no, no more pictures? Oh, all right, that's right. Anyway, so we get a bungalow, and it's beautiful. Like, and, and the first thing that comes to our mind, like we're blown away. Like, this is, at the cheapest, $500 a night. All the other ones we found was, like, 800 a $1,000. And I was like, there's no way we would be able to afford that, you know? And really, this was, like, um, you guys know that uh, my dad had a stroke, right, like, in, in July. And, and one of the thoughts that I had throughout this, um, our my engagement and my wedding is, like, uh, there's that parable where Jesus talks about the, the wedding banquet where the dad throws the son the party, right? And i just been thinking like, man, my dad's supposed to be here. Like, like my dad's supposed to be a part of this journey, you know? And um, during my wedding and, and even in my honeymoon, like when, when God hooked us up with the bungalow was probably one of the first times I realized like God was like, Kaipo, I know your dad isn't here. But I, I'm here. I'm here and I got you. Like you know that room that Stephanie wanted? I'll get it to you with great weather for like two-thirds of the price or two-fifths of the price, you know? And uh, yeah. Um, this season can be really busy with, with school, with pressures on presents with family members there can be a lot of issues right in christmas season um my challenge to you guys is, is to know that even in the midst of all of that you have god's undivided attention like you might not believe like how can you how can how do i say that how can you get his undivided attention when there's like seven six seven billion people on this earth but he's god you know not only is he able to do that, he, he's able to not stop there. He can go more, you know? Like if you say a little prayer, he can answer it, you know? So spend time, I don't know what it, it's going to take for you to, to maybe draw a little closer to God. Like what are the seasons when, when you are the closest to God, you know? maybe spend some time doing those things like hanging out with family maybe spending more time in prayer maybe thinking about a scripture every once in a while like what are the things they do maybe worshiping you know call some friends up do a little bonfire like let's go jam some music and just worship for hours which would be pretty cool we should do that yeah (coughs) like poli poli woo I haven't gone gone there in years oh I've never taken you guys I don't know Keone maybe I don't know Ariel, no? We should do that with Keahaka guys. Oh, uh, we might have to bring it back from the the OG days. So what we do is we fill up the back of somebody's truck, like Mark's one, with pallets. Like 15 pallets probably can fit. And uh, we'll drive it up to Poli Poli and light it on fire and stay close to the fire and worship. It'll be super sick. It's super illegal, but we can do it. Anyway, we'll just we'll just edit that from the the recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I love you guys. God loves you. If you leave here with one thing, leave here with that thought of Emmanuel. God is with us, and He has your you have His attention. Amen. Okay, uh, should we pray? Jesus, thanks so much for tonight. We love you, God. Thank you um, for loving us. We are not, uh, we don't deserve your love, God. We don't deserve your forgiveness. We definitely don't deserve your attention, God. Um, but yet we get it. Um, we get love. We get forgiveness. We get attention. And and just like uh, uh, my little friend, God, who was um, getting my attention, you know, Um, man, we cry out, God, to you. Um, Notice me, notice me, notice me. Um, And Jesus, we pray that you would would show yourself to be true, that you'd really show up, God, in our lives um, in this Christmas season. Thanks so much for the written scripture that we get to read about, um, the attention that you gave, Lord, to others 2,000 years ago, and you're still doing that now. Um, And, Father, even for a lot of us here, God, maybe a cool way to get closer to you god would be to give attention to other people people who aren't the cool ones who maybe don't have a lot of friends to be able to call them up and wish them you know send them a card write them a letter or something um but yeah thanks so much god for um loving on us god in this way um Amen.